0: Welcome to the backlot by Alamo Draft House for Thursday, September the fifth. We are coming to you as always from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network, and joining me today in the room, all everybody that we have today is.
1: I'll go first. Okay, uh, Alamo Gin. Anybody else?
0: No, that, that's me. it. That's all. <laughs> so just the two of us today. That's all right. Uh, let me ask you a question because last week we made a pact, we made a pledge.
1: We sure we were did. all going to go see that Ready seriously or Not. too. I
0: How did know. that turn out? Did you get a chance to see it? I did. You did? I did
1: see it. Guess what? At- I
0: saw it yesterday. You, <laughs> you <did laughs> too? Yeah. I, oh, good. <laughs> I, I put together the script and then I sat down and looked. I was like, "Man, we were supposed to go see this." So I got. I got the uh, tickets for the eleven fifteen showing yesterday, so I did get oh, a chance to nice. see it. Oh, nice. Yep. What'd so. you think? I thought it was fun. If yeah. I had been a college kid, it'd probably been a little bit more fun. It felt like yeah. that was kind of the target audience, but yes. either way, it felt like a couple of movies maybe mashed up. It felt a little bit like uh, You're Next, which came mm-hmm. out a few years ago, and yeah, it felt I a little that. bit like Get Out as well. Yeah. I without the yeah. social commentary as much, but... I, uh, but it was fun.
1: I thought so too. Um, and I wasn't expecting anything. Much. You know, yeah. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to have to, like, that I would need to be thinking about what was happening or wondering if there was a deeper storyline. And uh, I was still pleasantly surprised at how just light and entertaining it was. Now, my husband. He just looked at me afterwards and was like, well, that was just silly. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But that's, yeah. that, was that was the, the thing it, a I lot of didn't horror... tell him because he kept asking me, now, what is this about again? Like five different times. So, yeah. yeah, he hadn't really seen a trailer for it beforehand. But he he, he didn't dislike it. Yeah. But I think he, he didn't, didn't know, know what, what it, he was getting yeah. into, which is how I like to do that. A lot like
0: of horror movies have the problem of not giving you moments to breathe, catch your mm-hmm. breath, laugh a little bit. Um, and this one does. It has, you know, it certainly has its horrific elements. I wouldn't call it scary, but yeah. it has horrific, terrorizing, peril type moments. But it was, it was more funny than I expected. It yeah, to
1: be. I and the dialogue was uh, pretty yeah. bitingly sarcastic at <laughs> yeah. times and smartly written, uh, which I really enjoyed. And and the cast, I mean, they didn't. Nobody seemed to take their role too seriously. Yeah, they all you knew know, what they, they played were doing. it perfectly. So for all those reasons, I thought it was definitely worth recommending.
0: It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. If you're looking to go have fun at the theater and some of these others, if you've already seen them or you haven't seen them, it's definitely a fun time. It's a fun way to spend an hour and a half or whatever it turned out to be. Yeah, it was great. Well, let's take a look at the top five at the box office last weekend because Ready or Not we will play into that. Uh, Angel Has Fallen held on to the top spot, making just under $12 million last weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Good Boys held on to the number two spot, making right at $9.5 million, so no change there. Um, but being the holiday weekend, there was a little bit of movement. The Lion King climbed two spots, back up to number three, making just under seven million dollars. The Lion King has now passed the Avengers to become the seventh highest grossing film of all time. That's one point five six billion worldwide.
1: Kind of not surprising.
0: Not surprising. Kind of disappointing in yeah, a way. Yeah. Not, not the numbers. I, I know have, Disney's no, having a blast, I, but I have, the fact that it's yeah. Yeah. Really? That's the seventh highest. And I still movie? haven't
1: seen it. And I don't. I don't think.
0: I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. think so either. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. They held on to the number four spot, making just over another six million dollars. And Ready or Not climbed one spot into the top five, making just under another six million dollars. This marks the film's first weekend in the top five. And I so. loved
1: that. I mean, I know it's a slow. It's right. It's historically a slow, a slow, week. slow weekend, yeah. but I still loved it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, again, like to your point, it's second slowest weekend of 2019 Mm -hmm. overall. But again, not because of lack of content. There's some fun stuff there. Uh, I think Ready or Not is the most recent. Yeah,
1: Labor Day is nobody. Well, yeah, people are out
0: enjoying the last official weekend of summer, unofficial weekend of Mm -hmm. summer as it was. So let's take a look at a few movie-related headlines. The big thing, the big story that's been dominating the movie headlines um, is that it's f- film season. It's fall yes. film festival time. Uh, we had Telluride Film Festival took place over the holiday weekend. Venice Film Festival is still going on, and the Toronto Film Festival kicks off today. So um, this is where your potential Oscar nominees kind of get their launching pad, is at the film festival circuit. Um, and some of the big stories so far, and I'll just kind of run through these, um, but anytime you want to jump in here on any of these, feel free to do so. Uh, Netflix is emerging as a major outlet for Oscar caliber films. We've seen that in recent years with Roma and a few others. Um, this year's offerings include Marriage Story, uh, which again, a lot of these are the way Netflix is doing this now to circumvent the the rule that things have to be in a theater for a while Is they bought a theater in LA and they're going to throw these up on this big right. screen for a weekend and then... Have them streaming. Uh, but Marriage Story with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. The Irishman, a Scorsese film. And The Two Popes, all generating a little bit of buzz. Um, Adam Driver as just mentioned he has a big remaining 2019 ahead of him he's already had a busy 2019 but he has a a big one left
1: getting some work
0: he he is uh Mm -hmm. and it's almost one of those things where if you throw enough against the wall he's probably going to get nominated for something because there's so many roles uh yes he has star wars coming out in december but also again marriage story and the report for amazon studios i
1: got a report on the report and that it was a little dry and not very interesting. Well, we're talking Oscar yeah, films, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes they run that yeah. risk. Yeah, we have uh, we have a couple people that scattered about at mm-hmm. these festivals, and and so our our head CM was like,
0: Ugh. may not be picking that one up <laughs> <Yeah>. for distribution. <laughs> That'd be a little rough. Yeah, uh, Ford versus Ferrari has a lot of positive buzz among traditionally released Oscar. Caliber films that audiences might actually go out and see because yes, a lot of these he, are you know if they that make thirty million and they're happy, yep. um, but that is one that is getting some buzz. Yeah, both for Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Yes,
1: I'm I'm excited to see that one as well.
0: A24 has had a, shong, a strong showing with a few films first cow which just sounds hilarious to mm-hmm. me yes. uh, waves and uncut gems to go along with the other stuff they've released this year like the farewell and the last black man in san francisco so a strong year for smaller studio A24 Renée Zellweger is generating some early buzz for her role in Judy, even though the film itself is not getting a ton of love yeah. from the critics. Um, everyone is saying that she is not the problem with that film.
1: Yeah, she. It's. I mean, you you can tell it's her. It's not like right. she's so immersed in the role you don't recognize her, but you still that line kind of blurs watching the trailer. So I.
0: She's one, one I of see. those actresses that you kind of forget how talented she yeah? is, how multifaceted mm-hmm. she is until she comes you know pulls off a role like this yeah or, you that, know. it
1: was i am really looking forward to that one as well as this uh, next one you're about to mention
0: yes edward norton's motherless brooklyn uh, which he wrote produced directed stars in i think he did catering a couple of days <laughs> brought, yeah. brought snacks to the team uh yeah. getting a lot of positive buzz as well both for mm-hmm. him and alec baldwin in this film as well um, some other films generating some positive word of mouth include Parasite, which we've mm-hmm. mentioned seeing the trailer. Yes. Uh, Pain and Glory, The Truth, The King, all of them getting some buzz. But yes. The big, the elephant in the room, the clown face painted <laughs> elephant in right. the room. Is Joker. Uh, the film received an eight-minute standing ovation in She's, Venice.
1: This crazy.
0: Um, critical reception has unanimously praised Joaquin Phoenix in the role, but beneath all of that, everything you read, everything you hear, there's sort of this undercurrent of unease about this film. Mm-hmm. Um, people are questioning. Uh, everyone is saying that this is a good, a well-made movie, um, but there is some discussion about, you know, this. it is painful to sit through at times because of what's being displayed on the screen. And it's not like it's bloody and it's gory. Yes, there's some of that, but it's just this general feeling of where is is—is this a piece of art that we need right now with our current right. socio-political climate. Um, and so while folks are saying it's a great movie um, as a piece of art, it's disturbing and, and mm-hmm. meant to be so, but... It's a yes. tough one for folks to i don't know it's hard to put into words what they're not saying yeah. if that makes sense yeah. it's um
1: i imagine it's a bit of a psychological mind
0: it sounds thing. like it is very psychological it sounds like um there are a lot of yeah disturbing in the the way you know the empathy or lack thereof shown throughout the film yes um. And it kind of is evoking ties to like Taxi Driver in that Mm -hmm. this might be a film that is hard to sit through. And it might be a film that certain people might take the wrong message from (laughs) when they watch this. And it could inspire folks to act in ways that (laughs) aren't – the yeah, best uh, for civilized folks. Yeah, it's hard for,
1: for this to be released, and, and there's that a all whole being said, other
0: discussion about what yeah. place does art have in that discussion. You yes. know, should art just exist for art's sake? Is there a responsibility to society? It, it's it's going to generate a lot of discussion. I think yeah, when we all had a chance to that, see it.
1: Yeah, the hunt was completely pulled. I yeah. mean, obviously everybody's a little sensitive um, right now, and you know, to an extent, definitely understood and appreciated but it's the joker <laughs> you what know, did you like, expect
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. he's not gonna walk away from this making you feel good <laughs>
1: familiar with that storyline and and i feel like most people at least have a, a an awareness cursory, yeah awareness of, of what what it's about i i can't imagine why <laughs> i don't get it yeah. i want to see it um Which is surprising because I've really fallen out of love with anything connected to DC. Yeah, uh, as have many people, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But the more buzz this is getting, the more wildly curious I am about it. Plus, just I'm always interested to see what Joaquin Phoenix is going to do.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh,
1: Since he's come a long way since *Parenthood*. In 1990. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it.
0: It'll be interesting. Uh, again, Buzz is that there sh- could be a potential Oscar nomination for mm-hmm. his work in this role as well, which nice. wouldn't be his first. He was nominated yeah. for Gladiator as yes, well, I believe. He was. So, where he played Great another twisted character. Yeah, he's really good at that. <laughs> he has his niche.
1: That. And, uh, you won't get that far on foot. Last year was really, really darkly uh, interesting as a movie. And then what was the other one he was in? I cannot remember.
0: He's done a lot of weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was uh, another weird. one. What's the was... one I'm thinking of where he, he went like full? Not incognito is not oh. the right word, but he was. Uh, yeah. You were never really here. I think yeah, that yeah. was the that's the yeah. other one I was
1: trying to think of. Yes.
0: So yeah, he uh, doesn't mind playing in some of those no. weird twisted will do aspects it. of the psyche.
1: He's good at it.
0: New in theaters this week speaking of twisted films, mm-hmm. It Chapter 2 releases this week in yes. all of its near 3-hour glory. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I, I I purchased my tickets for opening night because I, uh, you know, usually we try to wait and see a new movie later yeah. so that the crowds can have the seats. Yeah, yeah. Um, this time I was like, no, I'm buying these tickets and I'm sitting in this theater too, and I'm, I'm not going to wait. Yeah,
0: so, I have my tickets purchased as well. So we'll be able to talk yeah. about that a little bit next week. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we get out of this mm-hmm. um, hearing mixed things.
1: Yes. And I love Bill Hader so much yeah. that <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's going to have to really suck for me to, to think it wasn't great. Yeah. So I'm, you know, the 14 year old me who saw the first go around yeah. if Tim Curry is, like, here for it. I'm ready.
0: Absolutely. And you guys have some fun stuff as well. I yeah. saw you've got the glasses yeah. in and mm-hmm. a few yeah, things. Yeah, the glasses go.
1: are beautiful. We uh, And people, luckily, are, are purchasing those because we get, you know, we, uh, through the summer we have a lot of glasses, a lot of merch. Um, this, though, is maybe the first time I have ever considered – Purchasing one, yeah, Yeah. because I still got a cabinet full of Muppets glasses (laughs) from 1982. My mom made me take, so I'm like, I don't need any more glasses. But that this is visually. Perfect.
0: Yeah, it looks yeah. really sharp. Coming up this week at the Alamo House Thursday night. Tonight, you've got Maximum yes. Overdrive at 640, and this is with – there's a story behind all this. Mm-hmm. This is with the film-used Green Goblin Head. Yes. It will be here on display. Tell yes. us a little bit about the fellow that's bringing this in.
1: Tim Shockey is his name. Uh, he lives in Ohio, and he got a hold of the original Green Goblin Head, which was almost unrecognizable, um, back in 2011. And and just had it on display. Had it used as a, a dog house. His wife hit it with a, <laughs> a riding <door> mower <laughs> at one point, knocked the ear off. And finally, he's like, "I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to restore this." So it took him two years, um, but he has it fully restored. Uh, he does have some of the like when he sanded sanded it down. He preserved some of that dust, and he has he sells it as a little like, goblin dust. But um, <laughs> to see the the finished product now, it's hard to believe that that is even remotely from the same piece of equipment Yeah, from his before to after. So he will, uh, be here with the green goblin head. Um, and I think he'll have a couple of other items as well because he has a lot of different types
0: of merch. So and, how does uh, that whole artifacts. how does how does something like this get put together? Does he reach out to you and say I saw you got you know you guys yes. have the rights to the screen, or um, do you reach out to do you, do you just go looking for somebody Google who's I, got the goblin head? Sometimes
1: <laughs> um, this case, however, uh, he had he had sent uh, me a message on Facebook because he tours uh the country with the, the green goblin head and had seen the followed alamo and mm-hmm. had seen the events um that we were doing some maximum overdrive screenings right in preparation for it releasing and he asked if we might be interested in having him and i was like yeah yeah we would we, we want you here so um in this case we got kind of lucky because uh, i did not know that that existed um you know, and that's a, a lot of times uh, these little things will come up you know like we had that rock show with the guy who was an illustrator for yellow submarine yeah and and, and people will say yeah we'll come to springfield so anytime somebody's willing to come to springfield <laughs> you're going to bring him in I'm gonna bring him. yeah and and so i'm looking forward to uh, meeting him and and he seems like a really great guy and just very personable and approachable and has this is his passion, and, and so we're looking forward to it. And then we'll also have uh, Pennywise, cosplayer from the Field of Screams here, uh, Tonight as well So it's gonna be Like a whole experience So if you Scare easily <laughs> You might um, wanna stick
0: with, You might wanna just Stick to the back lot In yeah. addition to
1: that Like you know I know you're Coming up on this But Yeah
0: I have a <laughs> feeling Your Pennywise cosplayer playing double duty yes, On Thursday yes. night uh, Because you guys Are doing the Clowns only screening Of IT Chapter 2 At 7pm yes, And
1: it is sold out So y'all better be Dressed as clowns
0: <laughs> If <laughs> at not least put a
1: nose on <laughs> Yeah Yeah
0: I think you can still pick up your Red Nose Day noses at Walgreens. Yeah. If yeah. nothing else, go grab they, some of those. They're still out there. On Sunday, Dr. Zhivago at noon. Clue yes. movie parties. couple of chances to see Clue and have yeah. a party with that. Uh, that's at 2 and at 5.15 on Sunday. And then the film club screening this month is Brazil at 6.40, which is an yes. oddly weird film. If you've not seen that one, yeah. it's worth coming in to check yeah. it out on the big it screen.
1: Hopefully drive some post-movie discussion with the film
0: club. That Maybe. is one of Terry Gilliam's hits. Yes. <laughs> he yeah. has, he, he's <laughs> wide. It's it's like a shotgun. Sometimes yes. you hit and sometimes you miss. Yeah. So that's uh-huh. a hit.
1: So I'm glad we were able to get that because we have a film club member who's been pushing for it for a long time. So he's delighted. And we'll just see how that all
0: <laughs> So you better sell out the theater yeah. if we're going to start listening to your suggestions. Yeah.
1: And then we also have... Uh, for Clue, we'll have the Marshfield Community Theater here. They're getting ready to do a production of Clue, and so we'll have the, the cast members from that showing here.
0: Will it be a like a full shadow cast type thing? Yeah. Or? Oh, I, really? I'm pretty
1: close, yeah. Wow. I, I don't have all the details, but... They're planning to go all in. That's so going to be a lot I'm of looking fun. Looking forward to seeing what they come up with.
0: Absolutely. On Monday night, you guys are doing a screening of Pretty in Pink, but it's not yes. just your old regular old screening. It's not a movie party. It, this is another live musical performance prior yes. to the start of the show. Um, Moon City is coming in On this one Is that correct
1: Yes uh, We love them Uh, We've had them here For um, We had them here For Breakfast Club Back in March Right And then We had them return For Fast Times At Ridgemont High And so anytime We can get them In If you can find An 80's 80s movie They're (laughs) they're funny guys Uh, They play They don't pull any funny stuff with their music they just play it straight right. the way it was intended to be played and uh it's just an, a good show to watch I, I enjoy them every time
0: the music on this starts a half hour before the yes. film right
1: yes so in lieu of the typical pre-show right. we will have that live concert performance so when you're paying for your ticket it's the same price as a regular ticket but then you also get this
0: little you get a concert, concert and you get a show that's yep. awesome and you guys have been doing quite a bit of that Recently, it seemed like you had members yeah, only earlier this summer in like the Moon City a few times. <laughs> Tuesday night, bring it on, movie party. I have a feeling there'll be pom-poms yes, passed pom-poms around on that. Yes,
1: pom-poms will be had
0: by all. That is at 6.40 p.m. Fletch at 7 p.m., one of my favorite films. Me you, too. That's why
1: we're you,
0: almost need, o- you almost need open caption on this one just I because know. it moves so fast. There's it so does. much you don't pick up yeah. if you don't have captions I don't captions know how many on.
1: times I've seen Fletch. It's I can't count. It's that many yeah. times. I still feel like there are little there are things you had, moments yeah. that I forgot about or I didn't catch. or Yeah, it's it's. Classic,
0: and then Iris, a space opera by yeah. Justice. This is a concert film, sort of. It's not filmed at a concert, but it's a concert film vibe yeah, to it, it. Looks
1: very strange and well, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I was glad that we had the chance to screen it because I want to, I want to show as many different types of things right. as we can. And we had several opportunities for the fall to bring these types of. Whether it be a space opera or be a you know a, a documentary about a musician or a live, we're doing a Metallica like mm-hmm. live the concert S&M thing. 20, yes, or, yeah. yeah, in October. So I'm like, let's just do those too. Anything yeah. we can do that's music and movies. Absolutely. About
0: it, you know, yeah. it's all about just getting people getting out of their house and coming to the mm-hmm. theater and having a good time. So that yeah, if it's a concert, it's a movie, yeah. it's you yeah. know whatever. So yeah, absolutely. And then Wednesday night, speaking of. To kind of build on that, uh, yeah. Wednesday night, nine eleven, Greece sing along at six forty p.m. Yes,
1: these are always fun, and this is gonna, you know, like we like to show Greece in June because it's the anniversary, right. but then it also totally works for September. Back to school, back to school. Yeah. So, uh, it, and it's just fun, you know. We don't get very many sing-alongs anymore. There aren't as many studios doing those, so when we do have them, and you get the words on the screen, and you're encouraged to actually sing instead of somebody. Being angry with you because you won't (laughs) shut up. Right. Like, get all over that. And then we have a fun contest at the beginning. The hand drive contest is always, always a (laughs) hit. It's
0: always a something.
1: It'll be a good show.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. All that. Plus, you guys have a special menu going on right now with the Downton Abbey. We do. We do
1: have, um, and I, I, this is a very specific menu with a lot of Englishy things. Really? mm -hmm. Why is that? super weird. I don't know. I didn't watch it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we have uh, the Donk's Gin Drop, uh, the Granum Milkshake Punch, which sounds horrible (laughs) until you look at the, uh, you know, you got some um, graham crackers, some some milk. It's like more of a shake, um, and it, Sounds much better when you read the description.
0: Yeah, uh, this is we, why we need to set up a video so you yes, can actually show exactly. people what I they're seeing. I would really yeah. like
1: to do that. Um, then we have Yorkshire toast, um, Mrs. Patmore's girdle buster, which <laughs> is definitely something I'm going to be trying. A lot of sausage representation on that, and, and some buttery toast, and then uh, the crawly mushroom canapes, and the Dower is it Dowager? I uh-huh. never Dowager. Yeah, Dowager's biscuits. So very carb uh, and meat heavy you and almost need to do.
0: You almost need to do a brunch screening with mm-hmm. like a full English breakfast. Yes, I would really like to do that. That would have been fantastic yeah. too.
1: But it's, it's a full takeover, so you don't have to watch Downton Abbey to right. order it. And we do have it going as of today. So, Very good. I will be trying all of these items <laughs> and talking point. about them, yes.
0: that That is fantastic. All that plus the folks from Metagames be back next Wednesday night with their Magic the Gathering gaming in the back lot. That starts at 6 p.m. Uh, this is for anybody who's even vaguely interested, all the way up to people who play this Game yep. nonstop. There will be giveaways as well, so come out for that. It's a lot of fun. And Tuesday nights, trivia nights in the back lot, the Trivia Dome. Yes. Two teams enter. One team leaves. That's right. Actually, I think they, they both leave. Both leave. Yeah, <laughs> Just one of them leave. is the winner. Yeah. Some,
1: some of them leave earlier because we're, we're not going to win this.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that begins at 7 o'clock in the back lot. Seven rounds, seven questions each, up to seven people per team. So grab yourself and six of your closest friends and come on out Tuesday nights to the back lot for some trivia. Get your tickets early. These special screenings often sell out. Some already have, as we've discussed. You can buy them in the app on your mobile device. Just download the Alamo Drafthouse app. It's easy. That's how I bought my tickets already or That's not. Right. That's how I've got my tickets for That's It how Chapter 2. I got mine two. for It as well. You can buy them online at Drafthouse.com slash, not splash, <laughs> slash Springfield. You can get them in person. Again, just don't wait till the day of the screening because they could be sold out. You can find all of these and more upcoming events on Facebook. Just search for... At Alamo Springmo, And go to the events page. All of September's there. A lot of October's already mm-hmm. starting to fill in. So find out what's going on and make a, a point. to them out to the Alamo and catch a movie. It's our summer poll discussion yes. series finale. I can't believe I this know. is where we are We're already. By
1: so fast and I'm so happy about the results, Yeah,
0: it's it's been fun to watch these as the votes have come in. All summer long, we've been going through the 1980s year by year and choosing our favorite summer movies. Those are the movies not necessarily about summertime, but they are the movies that were released between Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend, which means Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. fall into that in some some years then each week you get to decide which is your favorite summer movie from the 1980s from that year that we talked about here are the results we have got year by year so if somebody in programming at the alamo draft house wanted to know what people thought yes they could go off this list starting with
1: 19
0: which most of these i think have been screened in the last year or sooner uh starting 1981 we had raiders of the lost ark 1982 we had et 1983, National Lampoon's Vacation. 1984, Ghostbusters. There was a tie in 1985, which is funny because this will come into play later. We had The Goonies and Back to the Future tied for 1985. Ferris Bueller's Day Off for 1986. The Lost Boys, for 1987. Die Hard, 1988. And Uncle Buck, surprising everybody at the end, 1989. From that, we started putting films head-to-head to see who would represent the early 80s, the mid-80s, and the late 80s. The results were as follows. E.T. won for the early 80s. Back to the Future broke out of the pack in the mid-80s. And won, and The Lost Boys won for the late 80s. So last week, we took those winning films, put them head to head. And now today, finally, we're going to Hi. crown the winner. This is your favorite movie from the summers of the 1980s. With three, uh, with I'm sorry, at number three, with 22% of the vote, was E.T.,
1: Mm-hmm. Not surprised at that.
0: No, I'm surprised it got twenty two percent. Yeah. Actually, to me be too. honest.
1: <laughs> I didn't even vote for it. <laughs> no, there you go.
0: I don't think I did either. At number two with twenty-eight percent of the vote. So not much, not far ahead of E. T. was the Lost Boys. And
1: that surprised me because it was I it was more the It was winning, e. it votes was winning would go. for a while. Yeah.
0: And at number one with half the votes, 50% of the votes, your favorite film from the summers of the 1980s wasn't even far and away your favorite film from the summer of 85 because it tied. And yet, at the end of the day, Back to the Future is your favorite film from the summers of the 1980s. Yep. So that's fun.
1: It was fun. Uh, I'm glad David's not here.
0: Yeah, because he would be (laughs) He would
1: just be... (laughs) He doesn't need any encouragement. No. He's doing just fine on his own. So he would be his head.
0: (laughs) We will let him know the trophy. It'll be a traveling trophy. Yes, (laughs) of course. And uh, (laughs) we'll put that in his office when he's not looking sometimes once we get a trophy. Um, So that's it. Uh, We are going to do some fun stuff the rest of this fall. Starting next week when we've got a few more folks around, we've got uh, some fun stuff planned. So stick around. No poll this week, but you'll want to... Uh, check back in next week because we're gonna we're gonna do something pretty fun with this.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, it'll be I'm fun. Sad that we can't do. I've it I've
0: been now. doing some homework. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's been uh, trying to figure out how this is gonna play out. Well, give us your thoughts on anything we've talked about. What are you gonna see this week? Are you gonna check out It Chapter Two? If so, let us know what you think of it. It yes. Chapter Two or any other film that you see. You can again find us on social media. Just search for Backlot Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can call and leave your thoughts on the hotline at 417-986-7842. eight six-seventy eight forty two. We'd love to include your recorded comments in next week's show. Be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online on social media again. Just search for
1: at Alamo Springmo.
0: On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download the Alamo Drafthouse app. Just search for Alamo Drafthouse in your mobile devices app store or visit the Alamo Drafthouse online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. And if you're listening, make sure to send your congratulations to David. I'm sure we'll get those passed to him as they come in. (laughs) Don't forget to check out the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Season two is underway. Started off last week with a rotating lineup of hosts, including at some point the folks in this room. That's right. Follow us online by searching for at PGTC stands for pop goes the culture at PGTC podcast on social media and at pop If you haven't already subscribed to the pop goes the culture podcast on your podcast player of choice. So you'll get those new episodes all season long, just like you get these episodes every week in your mobile device or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all I've got. Short show because there's not a ton so of news. We are so quick
1: when we don't have all this dead weight dragging us down. Well, when we don't have David <laughs> here, when we
0: don't have the winner here gloating. It cuts down the show yeah. time.
1: That'd be five minutes of him talking about why he's right, even though he already won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. You don't have to prove it. You already yeah. won. Yeah. Uh, no, we laugh and we have fun, but yeah, it, it was fun. It yeah, was fun it to do was. that, and it I can't wait. Topic. We're gonna we're gonna put some thought into it and figure out what our next big long series will be. But like I said, this fall we will do some. Uh, Some little short, fun things week to week, and uh, we've got some stuff planned, so be sure to check back for that. That's it then for this week's show. I've been Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Alamo Gin. Come see a movie this weekend at the Alamo Drafthouse, and we will talk to you later. See ya. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.